and welcome in to this edition of Gator Bites on the 1010XL.com podcast network, also being simulcast on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. Today's Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the Northeast Florida's leading orthopedic center, providing an unparalleled level of care across numerous locations in Jacksonville and St. Augustine that includes Riverside, the North Side, South Side, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. He is Denny Thompson. I'm the hacker, Ryan Green. And Denny, uh, wow, no NCAA tournament. Looks like no spring football. What a world we're living in right now in the world of college athletics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the middle of it. In the middle of it, man. It's uh, If I look rough, it's because I haven't slept. <laughs> it's like we just – we're just going right now. And it's like you it, – it, I listen, I – I'm not saying this for sympathy because I know there's so many people listening to this that are going through the same thing. I own a business, and a lot of people that listen to us own a business, or, or you're in sales or something like that, and it's tough, man. And I was telling my wife, I, I was in the investment world in 2008, and this feels so familiar. Just, you know, yesterday I was sending money back to people, um, you know, in my business because we can't do group training. And, uh, you know, you just you, you buckle down, everybody gets through it together, you work you know, 10 times as hard for the same amount of money and you keep it going. But in the college world, man, it's, it's interesting. I've got quarterbacks in from all over the place right now. Um, this is, we're learning as we go. We're, we're learning as we go with this, man. I mean, we're talking to college coaches all the time of what can we be doing to replace spring football for the development of these guys? What can we do? It's constant conversations. It's, it's, these guys have, have gotten, they've come a long way in the past three months in the weight room. And now they may be home for an extended period of time. Yeah, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal all the way around. I mean, all right, let's look at it from the Gator athletic perspective. Let's begin with Gator baseball. Gator baseball yeah. looks like it's going to be gone. Um, looks like it's going to be canceled. They've even canceled the College World Series already. I mean, we're only in March. The College World Series is, what, two and a half months away. Gator baseball started the year 16-0. and Yeah. I mean, they were 16-0, and and – uh, just incredibly unfortunate. Look, the whole thing's unfortunate, but from a sports perspective, a college baseball perspective, like we're talking about here, what could have been for this Gator baseball team Man, this it year? Sucks. It sucks. It, it it's it's terrible. And even with them giving, and maybe this is a conversation for another day, but giving people the year of eligibility, like seniors, the year of eligibility, I don't think people have processed what that actually looks like and the trickle-down effect that has. Like, this whole thing is going to be a mess. Everything's going to be a mess. But even if you come out with the exact same team next year, you know, there's a chemistry. There's, you know, a, a, that, that you have when you're 16 and 0. I guess they ended up, what, 16 and 1. Yeah, 16 and 1. At, after the loss of Florida State. But it's, it's, it's hard to recreate that, man. And, and, uh, well, on a side note to that, too, this was the final year of McKeithen Stadium, right? Right. And now, now that's know, the good thing. Well, maybe, but nostalgia purposes. I guarantee you those seniors that are coming back will, t- to the person, tell you I'd rather my last year be in the new stadium. Yeah. Pro- oh, yeah, no, a brand-new <laughs> stadium. Know? I get it. Yeah. But, you know, you like to say goodbye to the old venues, yeah. that sort of thing, and that looks like it's going to be taken away. So Gator baseball was really on top of the college baseball world. That looks like that's going to be uh, completely for naught because of this coronavirus uh, pandemic. Now that brings us to basketball. And look, we're recording this on Tuesday. 
Selection Sunday was supposed to be two days ago, and the NCAA tournament was supposed to begin tonight in Dayton with the first four. The fact that we're not going to have the NCAA tournament, I know it's been announced now for almost a week. Denny, I haven't wrapped my mind around it yet. That There's no March Madness. It's the first time ever that there hasn't been an NCAA tournament. Yeah, man, it, it, it's weird. I There's so many stories. Like, I'll be honest with you, I, that doesn't affect me that much. Like, I see everybody tweeting about no sports, no sports. Well, I work in – we both work in sports, but even – Outside of here, I'm doing sports 24-7. Yeah. So I have sports in my life. But that is weird. Um, you know, one of my favorite things every year is that shows we get to go and we get to do these live remotes. And I'm not saying live remotes are my favorite thing because they're not. But the March Madness live remotes are fun, are amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And and not even talking about the, the, you know, the lost revenue or whatever. It's just the experience of that and having fun out on location in something that everybody is either really interested in or has money on, it's it's just a whole different vibe, and it's just something the country, the country loves. But man, when you really start to dig down to how much this is affecting the sports world, I have a couple guys that I've been training for their pro day. Yeah, there is no pro days, there are no visits, there are no there. I mean, there's nothing. So we're we are having to get really creative with how we're doing pro days, you know, live stream or whatever. It's just like a lot of things that people don't think about. Like it's on the move right now. Well, we'll get back into the Gator basketball team in a moment, but you know, in the world of college basketball, understanding this is a Gator podcast. But you think about the year Florida State had, right? They could have been the number one seed in one of those regions. Will that ever happen again? I, I don't know. It hadn't happened before, uh, or at least hadn't happened in decades. You look at a team like Rutgers who hadn't been in the NCAA tournament in decades. There's a bunch of those. They were going to get in. Um, There's a bunch of those that would have been high seeds. Think of the year Dayton had in San Diego Diego State. State. And it is, for those kids, look, you've been a coach, Mm -hmm. and I understand it's a different sport, and we'll get to football. Football will be the majority of the second half of the podcast. But if you're a college basketball coach, what do you tell those kids? You don't. You can't. There's nothing you can tell them. Because this is unprecedented. It's not like it's some experience that – a lot of times as coaches, we like to draw from some experience we had, right? None of us have had this. Right. Nobody's had this. Nobody understands. Like, you know, you just think about the weirdness of playing a game. And, and, and like, and let me preface this. My son is a senior in high school. Right now it looks like there is no prom. There is no graduation. There's no grad bash. Like, and, and to me, that's not a huge deal, but to my, to my wife and to him – is a massive deal. You think about it from the aspect of college and high school guys played their last game without even knowing they were playing their last game. I mean, that's as a coach, what what do you what do you do with that? I mean, how how do you? It's just weird. It, you know, there are no redos in high school. You don't get an extra year of eligibility in high school. A lot of the people on the Gator baseball team, what if they're drafted? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same team. You know, it's just it's just a weird thing, man. And 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 you take that one step further, Gator baseball, Gator basketball. Kids, the senior is going to get another year of eligibility. Well, the kid behind him is actually going to improve too, and he may not. That senior may not be a starter anymore. Well, the thing about basketball, I mean, Dante Bassett announced that he's going to enter the transfer portal. Kerry Blackshear is gone. He's, well, they're not getting the extra year of eligibility. They're not getting anyway. their extra year of eligibility back anyway. But I mean, for Kerry Blackshear, this was it. He came to Florida with the intention of making a run in the NCAA tournament. He's not going to be given that opportunity. And you have to wonder, 
Andrew Nimhard, Keontae Johnson, um, maybe Scotty Lewis. I would doubt it, but maybe. You take those three. Are they going to think about testing the waters, if not of the NBA, of pro ball overseas? Will we see them again in a Gator basketball uniform? Well, that's the thing. I mean, everything's going to be pushed back because what's the NBA calendar going to look like with workouts, combines, projections? The NBA is talking about, there's at least conversation of literally changing the entire league calendar for the for the rest of the future uh, years because the Atlanta Hawks CEO came out a couple weeks ago before this whole virus hit and said he wants or he thinks it would be a good idea to have the NBA December to July. I don't disagree. You don't get overshadowed by football in October yep. and November. You have opening day, opening night, right around the Christmas holiday. That may happen now because if the NBA does indeed come back in May or June and finish out their year in July or August – then we may see a changing of forever in the schedule of the NBA. Yeah, I just my point with that is I think it's hard to project anything right now. Like I, I mean, guys getting draft grades, how's that going to work in the NBA? Like, how, when's the draft? When are the workouts? I, I just it's you know what we're all in the same boat. We're sitting here, we're learning this as we go, and uh, and it's definitely going to be an interesting couple of months here. Today's Gator Podcast is brought to you. By Southeast Orthopedic Specialist for the highest quality care you can rely on Southeast Orthopedic Specialist for any orthopedic injury or concern. Log on to se-ortho.com. You can also listen for the Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, good Dr. Kevin Murphy, on Thursday mornings in the 7 o'clock hour with Jeff and Dan on 1010XL for his weekly analysis on injuries in the world of sports. Baseball and basketball. Even though it's not the regular season, knock on wood, we're not talking about the regular season yet. We are talking about spring ball. We are talking about pro days. For the Gators, individually, this is a Gator podcast. Uh, There was a lot of thought about the quarterback position. What would we find out about Kyle Trask, about Emory Jones, about Anthony Richardson in spring ball? You train quarterbacks. It's what you do. If spring ball doesn't happen, how detrimental is that to those three quarterbacks moving into the fall? Very. Uh, not to Kyle, but it's very detrimental to Anthony um, Richardson. That's for sure. And not because he was going to get on the field a lot, but from a development standpoint. You know, I'm undecided on Emory. I, I don't know. Um, I thought about that yesterday, actually, is how badly did Emory need this spring? Not from a development, but from a competitive standpoint and for a future standpoint. Like, this spring was going to kind of springboard – Okay, what's your future, Emory? Like, is it is it? Are you a starter? Are you are you getting thirty percent of the time, twenty percent of the time? Are you a Gator? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, and this there's, is this there's is the a, weekly reminder that Denny here works individually with Anthony Richardson and Emory Jones. You train both of these well, guys. Well, and, and and like right now, I mean, in our facility, we've got a ton of SEC quarterbacks. We've got ACC quarterbacks. Um, it it's weird. It's it's weird because I look at guys like. Carson back and Jeff Sims and Anthony Richardson and and Joey Gatewood and and those guys like they need this spring and so what we're doing is we've been in communication with the schools and we're we're proceeding as if there is no spring ball that's the way we're doing and so we've set up a schedule to where we are training five days a week and we're bringing in receivers and it is we are trying to simulate what they were going to pick up in spring, but their coaches can't see it. Well, that's the thing. As and much the as you can't see it, it's not the same. As much as you're willing to share or or know, what is I mean, college coaches now? What's their world like? 
without spring football? Well, I think they are in the same boat all of us are in. They're in the dark. So it, it was interesting last week. Um, last week was Florida was supposed to start spring ball this week, correct? Yes, I believe so, yeah. We so, game, yeah, so this week was going to be spring break for a lot of schools anyway. But it was interesting to see the way things shifted from last Tuesday to last Thursday with the college coaches is it went from business as usual to, okay, I think, you know, my conversations with them was, hey, I think you're going to have these guys an extra week to then by Friday of, yo, we need, can you make sure they're even working out? Because they may be there six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, and now it's gone from we got to get spring ball into we just can't lose the gains that we made in the weight room from January to March. Um, and that's that's the big priority now, I think, with most colleges is how do we create a remote environment for working out and a remote environment for quarterback meetings, DB meetings, whatever it is, because they can't be in the facility, right? And so this this I do believe this. I do believe that at the end of this, the sports world, the education world, everything is going to be better because we're going to learn how to use technology even more than we use now right. to better people. Even in my business, I'm learning it right now. And so I, I think college coaches spring right now is is just like mine of the hell are we doing? Like how do we make this work and how do we implement something that we can not just benefit from now but in the long term? And it has been fascinating. I talked about it last night on the Sports Den to see the different ways that all the different colleges have dealt with this. It really has been interesting, and every single day they're improving just a little bit and a little bit. It's going to be fascinating to see where all the colleges land by the end of the week or even by the end of next week. Well, and, you know, you talk about everything that that goes into it. Everything's on a halt. Everything's been stopped. That includes recruiting. I mean, you talk to a lot of these kids. You work with a lot of these kids. I cover it for, you know, the Gators, a little bit for Florida State, a little locally here in Jacksonville as well. You're not going to see a lot of commitments because you can't recruit right now. Right now, that's my biggest issue that I'm dealing with is we have 25. I'm going I'm to estimate 25 quarterbacks with college offers right now. We, we try to get most of them to make a decision before the summer of their senior year. That has come to a screeching halt. Like, I mean, nobody can go anywhere. College coaches can't come see them. There's probably not spring football at the high school level. Now, if you want to know how that affects your college, it affects it in a huge way. 90% of the recruiting is done in those 20 days in the spring. Big time spring recruiting. And so now you you have these massive recruiting budgets. You can't even get out of your own campus to go see it. It affects the kids. It affects the colleges. It's it's a massive mess, uh, the recruiting world right now, same as as the NFL um, scouting world. Well, you know, when, yeah, no, you're right about that. And just the whole thing, you know, when you wrap your – when you really write it down, I wrote it down for XL Primetime yesterday, from the NBA to the NHL to the MLS to Major League Baseball to the NCAA tournament to spring football, you even throw in miscellaneous things like the XFL and WrestleMania, and just everything that has been just stopped, just completely halted, stopped. It's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it. Hopefully we'll never see anything like it again. And like you said, like this whole podcast has been about, it is uncharted waters. And the the scary thing to me, Denny, is, what, five days ago, five days ago, we were out at the players. Mm -hmm. Drove out to the players Thursday morning, having a great time, you know, and then, bam, 
So my question is, five days from now, where will we be? Not only in the world of sports, but in society. Well, I mean, since specifically this is a sports thing, I, I, I am a glass half full with this thing. I'm, you know, all of us are bleeding money right now, all that kind of stuff. But you know what everybody in the sports world is doing right now is evolving. And, and I do believe wholeheartedly just the conversation. I'm having conversations with companies right now that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. that are developing things that are going to help future student athletes and help the college world and even the pro world with everything from training to, to being more efficient, to saving money, to, to all that kind of stuff. So when you ask me that question, see, my mind instantly goes there. My mind instantly goes while this sucks, there's an excited, a legitimate excited part of me that says five days from now, where am I going to be that I wouldn't have been if this wouldn't have been here? Like in, in an evolution standpoint, you know what I mean? All right, yeah. A month from now, like how is my business going to be different than it was? And I don't mean from a cash flow. I mean from how am I developing quarterbacks? And it's pushing all of us. Just like I know a lot of you own businesses that are listening right now, it's pushing all of us to find – ways to do a little bit better right to 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 adjust and if you do that through these things then you you come out the other end with your base business plus some and so that's that's what i'm excited about in the sports world hack i really am man i mean podcast world whatever like like this gives people time to sit down and go okay what is it that i want to do and not to get too personal hack but let me let me just say this I'm passionate about this because in 2008, I lost a business, I lost a home, I lost cars, I lost everything, and it threw me into the world that I'm in now. So I know, like, when you when when you get down to it and you actually have that choice to say, all right, what is it I really want to do, that's when you do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, preach it to anybody. That's why I get so excited about this. It's like, okay, this is going to thrust me forward into something that I never would have thought of without it. Oh, it's well said. It's well said. Today's Gator Podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the Northeast Florida's leading orthopedic center, providing an unparalleled level of care across numerous locations in both Jacksonville and St. Augustine. You can visit them at Riverside, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. And as always, we appreciate Southeast orthopedic specialist for supporting Gator Bites here on the 1010XL.com podcast network. In closing, um, back to football, back to the gridiron. We talked about the quarterbacks. From a, a structural standpoint, some fans have this thought about spring football because I've talked to them. Games don't matter for another five and a half, six months. Mm-hmm. What do they really get out of spring? <clears throat> That's some fans' point of view, maybe even some watching or listening. Denny Thompson is the coach here. From a coaching point of view, quarterbacks, other positions, the whole team, what is Dan Mullen, Todd Grantham, Brian Johnson, the staff, what are they missing out on by not having spring ball? A lot, a lot, a lot of development with the younger guys, but one of the things that happens in spring ball is you get to try things. Was there a kid you were wanting to see him at a different position? Right, that's the time to try it. Is there schematically something you want to tweak? That's the time to try it, right? Because it's, it's low pressure. Media only comes a couple days. Fans only come a couple days. Nobody really sees what you're doing. Um, you have a game at the end to, to, to kind of implement it in full speed. You have scrimmages. Really, the scrimmages the week before the game is where everything really is. Um, you lose a lot. You lose a, you lose a whole lot. 
Do you envision the NCAA when this whole thing blows over, maybe opening up a two-week period in mid to late June, something like that, to kind of make up for the loss of spring ball? You know, I don't know. I don't know that the colleges would even like that. Um, the way that calendar is set, it's January to spring ball. There's a specific goal in mind, which is let's bulk these guys up, mm-hmm. right? Let's get them to the weights. That either bulk them up or slim them down, depending on who you are, right? And then you've got spring ball where you're maintaining, and then that summer is a hardcore conditioning period. In addition to that, you're hosting hundreds of recruits at single-day camps. I don't know that the colleges will be willing to give that up, all that up, because you can't have them out there practicing while you're working out the way you need to be working out to prepare for the season. I'm not sure the colleges would be willing to give that up for 10 practices. I don't, I don't think that's a good trade-off. So, I, I, you know, maybe they allow it, but I don't know how many colleges would take care of it. It wouldn't be the same. I'll put it that way. It certainly wouldn't be the same. They wouldn't be banging. They wouldn't be – it wouldn't be the two-hour practices. Um, it wouldn't be anything like that. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think you chalk this one up. You just chalk this up as a lost year as far as spring football, and you come out the other side. And, and what happens is teams like Clemson and Alabama become a much bigger favorite. Mm-hmm than maybe teams that had a good recruiting class two years ago. Because Clemson, Alabama have the organization. They have the structure in place, all that. They're not putting anything new in. Those players have been through it. Wrap wrap, wrap it up with this. Uh, You mentioned the college scouting going into the NFL. The NFL said the draft is going to go on. Yeah. Um, Not in Las Vegas, obviously. But the, the draft will go on April 23rd, 24th, and 25th. How much, if you're John Grenard, if you're Jabari Zaniga, if you're C.J. Henderson, all the guys that are, are leaving Florida to go to the league, probably not having a pro day. I'm not breaking any news there. How difficult will it be? Or do you think the NFL has all the information they, they need on these guys to make these decisions in late April? <laughs> Excuse me. I think guys like Aim that. that over there, buddy. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> um, no fever. Oh, good, 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 uh, good, good. No, I think guys like that, <clears throat> I don't think it affects that much. I think guys like. Guys who the undrafted fifth, sixth, seventh round guys or guys who had a terrible combine, none of them had a terrible combine. It might have, so you're saying like, and not that he had a terrible combine, like David Reese, who's not as highly thought of as Right, so, of yeah, guys. that's a perfect example, actually, because you know where David Reese was going to excel? When he was flown into Jacksonville or flown into New England or whatever, and they had that personal interview. Mm-hmm. And they realized, oh, this dude's a dog. He's a smart football player. Yeah, let's move him up on our board. That's a perfect example because there is none of that. Now I've I've heard I don't know how much of this is true but I've I've heard that we are heading in the direction of video interviews um which can help which is cool um I know we are setting up uh virtual pro days for our guys um Now wait a minute talk about that so you're going to have their pro day in your facility it's going to be broadcast on the internet No <laughs> no hell no It'll be uh, it'll be streamed to a secure connection to NFL scouts okay. or Canadian scouts or whatever it is. Um, it'll be a full workout with full camera crew. Ah. No editing. Bam. Just like we would have done. That's interesting. Right there. How hard is that to put together? Very. Very. If, 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 if I, it may break me. <laughs> but, but, and, and that's the truth. I mean, because I can't. I can't go ask these guys for more money to do this, right? It's just, but that's what I was talking about before. It's an investment in the business. But it you're may, doing this for the kids. Right. It may come to that. 
Like, two years from now, you know what? We may be doing it this way. We may find out that it's not that bad. We may be doing it this way. So I'm all for it. But what they don't get to see is that that personal, like the ball pop out of their hand, which is so important, or for a linebacker running back, that initial burst. It's hard to see that um, on film, especially when there's not other people moving around them where they can't separate. So I think a guy like David Reese, I think that's a good call. Reese, who was the guy, and his name just escaped me, last year that fell down the boards um, from Florida, defensive end? Defensive end that fell down the board. The terrible interview. Ja'Kai Polite. Ja'Kai Polite. If yeah. this would have happened last year, Ja'Kai Polite probably would have been drafted in the second round. Yeah, yeah. Because he wouldn't have been able to interview so poorly. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it's probably going to help some, too. That is Denny Thompson. I'm the hacker, Ryan Green. You get us every week here on Gator Bites, the 1010XL.com podcast network. We're also simulcast on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. You get Denny every night on the Sports Den alongside James Coleman. You get me every uh, afternoon on XL Primetime. I will say this, man. The sports world never ends. We always have a ton to talk about. Yep. And the National Football League, I know you think it's interesting they're keeping their draft the way it is. The NFL is reaping the benefits right now because their their free agency period has just skyrocketed oh, in, in news. And I mean, the fact that here today Tom Brady, within the last hour, announces he's not going back to New England, there is sports news all over the place, and that's why it's great to be Bro, on a sports radio station. Think about this. Everybody's turned into the NFL network. Yeah. It's all NFL all the time. It's huge. It's, it's huge. amazing. We love it, and we're here for you every day on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. We're here for you on Gator Bites as well. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great seven days, everybody.